We need more dogs. And welcome back, latest and greatest episode of the Shame of Points podcast. My name is Jayton May. You can find me on Twitter at jmay56. Joined as always by my co-host Quentin Cresco. How are we doing tonight, Quentin? I'm doing wonderful, Jay. Coming off a another week in the green, getting my total up to five and a half units up on the year now. Um, the model had an okay week. Let's see here. We were five and five. On the model, it was down a half unit, and unfortunately, your hot streak ended after three straight winning weeks. You were two and four minus two units. Yeah, it wasn't good. The Cowboys game was depressing. It is what it is. Onwards and upwards. We got playoffs right around the corner now. Fantasy playoffs in full effect. Keenan Allen breaking hearts, and people bitching online about losing to the Raiders defense. How about you just don't play with defenses in fantasy? That's what I'm saying. It's your own fault. Yeah, defenses are like, and honestly, in our leagues, like you you said to me, and I was skeptical. I was like, I kind of like having defenses. No, I was wrong. Yeah. Fantasy football is way better without defenses and kickers. It's just yeah. way, way, way better. Yeah. I'm almost for kickers in like an obnoxious sense where if you could get like, negative 10 for like a miss inside 30 and then it's like 15 points for anything over 60 crazy stuff like that's kind of fun but like you got to have like very obscure roles on top of all that to even it out yeah that's just way too much work for me i just no defense no kicker super flex two flex positions and keep on keeping on you perfected it so we're going to give our uh, playoff predictions this week? Let's hold off till next week just because we're a little limited well, on time here this week. Well, we'll do predictions next week. Probably no. <laughs> All right, so what do you got? I'm willing to bet that the Cowboys and the Eagles both make it. I'm willing to bet that the 49ers make it. The Lions make it. Seahawks and Tampa. Yeah, so I'm going Cowboys, Eagles, Niners, Lions, and Bucks. So it gives me four divisions. I need two more wild cards. I'm going to go Seahawks. I think they're too feisty right now. They're going to make it in. Maybe the Rams. I think I'll go Rams. You going Rams? Yeah. And then for the AFC, give me... For the divisions, give me Dolphins, Chiefs, Ravens, and Texans. Who gets the one seed? One seed will be Ravens. You think it's Ravens? Yeah, I do. I haven't looked at their schedule to be sure, but I mean, I I think that they're going to. I think the Chiefs are going to pull it out, man. You think they're going to overcome the two-game lead? Yeah, I think so. I think Miami's won their division. Baltimore already won their division, I think. Or not not quite, almost. Houston will end up pulling out the division if Stroud plays this week. If Stroud doesn't play. Kind of like the Colts won that division, actually. And then let me get Kansas City with my wild cards being Colts or Jags with Cleveland and Buffalo. For wild cards, give me Buffalo, give me the Browns, and then give me the Bengals. 
I think the Bengals get up there. Give me the Bengals. Playing well, playing good football. Yeah, I think I think AFC South gets two teams in. AFC North gets two teams. AFC East gets two teams, and then it's just Kansas City holding the torch for the West. I can see it. I can. On to this week. Saints Pass versus Rams. Pi. Best call, best non-call ever made. Best or worst, or which is best the worst? In this game, man, I see, I see a Saints team that just ain't that good. Up against, except when they're good. Except when they're good, but I think up against bad, good coaches, this is a team that's going to lose. And I think Sean McVay is a really good coach. I think Matt Stafford's playing lights out right now. I think Aaron Donald has the potential to wreck the Saints O-line. And even though I don't think the Rams are all that talented, they have talent in the right spots. And I think that their coaching is good enough to win this. I've got Rams minus four. I had Saints minus four and you just convinced me. I'm on. I'm with you. Rams minus four. All right. I mean, Derek Carr's been playing like hot dude lately. Yeah, he's been decent fantasy, though. Yeah, I had Saints. I thought they'd be frisky. They played pretty good last week. Jawan Jennings looked good. Uh, Rashid Shahid looks good. McVay late in the season. Stafford's playing lights out. Yeah, I'm with you. Give me give me Rams on us four. I like it. Let's get it. Next up, we got the Bengals going to the Steelers in Pittsburgh. An ugly game. But it's a classic matchup. What are your thoughts here? I just can't see Jake Browning just keep keep getting away with it. Um, he's played pretty well. I mean, he's throwing the ball well. Zach Taylor is had a, scheming him up pretty well. Uh, people are getting open. He's hitting them. But, I mean, Pittsburgh's just one of those teams, man. Like, So you think they're, they're hard to be. start getting away with it? No, I just think that defense is going to show up and it's going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to go under, but I don't have the under. I'm taking Steelers uh, plus two in the spot. <laughs> Home dog, Mike Tomlin, never had a losing season. He wins this game and then, no, we have 17 games now. That's how he, he wins this game and he'll still never have a losing season, but he could still lose out it. But yeah, give me give me Pittsburgh in this spot. I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh. I'm staying away because I think you're right. I mean, I I don't know that, I, that Jake Bryan is going to keep doing it over and over. But it's it's like we they keep playing teams with backup quarterbacks, so it's this weird yeah. spot. Like <laughs> I, I don't trust any of Pittsburgh's quarterbacks here. But like it's in Pittsburgh. It's Mike Tomlin. Something's yeah. got to give, right? So I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh, but generally staying away. Hell Next yeah. up here, we got the Buffalo Bills playing a home game in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Will the Chargers see an interim head coach bounce here? Mm, if they were healthy, maybe, but they're just so injured. And, I, I mean, the, the last four weeks, the Bills have been playing phenomenal. They're starting to run the ball more with James Cook. Um, I mean, that was one of my things early on in the season when – James Cook had like a couple of like early season fumbles and like just got put in the doghouse. But like the dude's electric. Like, yeah, he needs to hit, get the ball more. And he's been showing that lately. Uh, yeah, I think the Bills are a wagon right now. And 
they lost a lot of games they shouldn't have lost and now they're kind of backed into a corner right now and uh it's a team that you don't want to see in the playoffs i'll tell you that much so yeah give me the bills on the road here uh what's the spread 12 and a half yeah see i might like that at 12 and a half but i think bills win by double digits but do they win by 13 i don't know like i can easily see i'm winning by 10 and then the chargers kicking like a meaningless field goal to cut the lead from like 15 to 12 at the last second yeah i mean i (laughs) i see this as being like the Chargers quit on Brandon Staley last week. He's a defensive guy. He does all some really wild. Have they fired Brandon Staley yet? I thought they did, didn't they? I want to say they did not fire him. I thought they fired him. Wait, wait. So this might not be an interim head coach bounce. That's going to change my logic here. Brandon my entire logic was based around an interim head coach. I know they didn't fire him. In. I know they didn't fire him the next day. Oh, man, I could have sworn I saw something saying he was fired. Uh, Okay, it looks like they did fire him. Okay, so... The GM. Well, they didn't fire him immediately, and then I just haven't looked at... But, yeah, they didn't fire him the very next day like everybody thought. And then, yeah, they ended up firing him after that, I guess. So, my thought process is here is that basically this was a defense that was fed up with Brandon Staley... And they played, like, complete crap, giving up 63 points to the Raiders. Yeah. And I don't expect that to happen again just because there's a – I think there is talent on this defense. And I think that they're professionals. I mean, there's there's no maybe about it. They they have talent. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, (laughs) though. I I think a a different voice in that room is going to get better results out of them right now, no matter who it is. Just anyone else, anyone besides Brandon Staley. So yeah. I think this defense is going to play fine. I'm leaning towards the Chargers on this number just because it's 12 and a half. It's still Easton Stick. Like you said, I think the Bills are winning this game by double digits. It's just a question of whether it'll be 10, 11, or 13 or more. Yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching that game. But yeah, I mean, I think I think Bills roll pretty easily. Next up here, we got the Indianapolis Colts. Going to Hotlanta. Is anybody going to be watching this game, Jay? I don't think so. Falcons look look like a Justin Fields away from being a really good team. They should give up a first-round pick for him. Um, but Colts are looking good, man. Gardner Minshew's frisky. Uh, I think they lost Michael Pittman for the season, so that hurt pretty badly for him. Um, but I think Jonathan Taylor is coming back this week, if I'm not mistaken so. uh so yeah i'm not betting this game but i'll take the Colts. i think the falcons are dead uh, i never want to watch drew ritter play football again desmond ritter sorry drew i like you but <laughs> um so i'm leaning towards atlanta here just because it's back at home i think atlanta is a different team at home than they are on the road on the road they've been especially desmond ritter is his home away splits are insane yeah um so I'm leaning to Atlanta. The spread here is Atlanta favored by one and a half, but I'm not betting it. Um, I really want nothing to do with this game. I'm just yeah. 
I, I'm not. I don't have faith in anything I'm looking at here between either of these teams. So that that's all I have to say about that. Well, I'll say about that. All right, moving on. Packers going to Carolina. This game has potential to be a Bears fan's worst nightmare. Yeah, because I mean, as a Bears fan, do you cheer for the Packers in this game? Yes. See, I'm a Cowboys fan. I can't even cheer for the Packers, but yeah, that's brutal. And then if the pack, if you're cheering for the Packers and they lose, it's gotta feel so much worse than having to cheer for the Packers all day and then lose. I'm just not gonna pay attention to it. Let's yeah. see what happens at the end. <laughs> that's the best way to. I think that's how most people are playing this game. Uh, yeah, Jordan Love looks bad again. He looked good. Then he looked bad. Then he looked good. Then he looked bad. Then he looked good. So, is he really bad this week? Usually when a quarterback does that, it just means they're not good. Yeah. Yeah, Good coach. (laughs) Yeah. Really good coach. Matt LaFleur's the man. But I hope they fire him so the Bears can hire him. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they maybe they should uh, trade Justin Fields for Lafleur. Straight up, uh, I wouldn't. I still believe in Fields enough to not do that. <laughs> That's Bears fans' worst nightmare: is Justin Fields winning seven Super Bowls with the Packers. Yeah, yeah, that be, <laughs> that, that is the worst nightmare I could possibly have. Um, in this game, I'm leaning towards Green Bay. They're four and a half point favorites on the road. Totals at 36 and a half. Um, four and a half seems a little rich for me. That Carolina defense has been playing decently. I think generally, I do think Green Bay is a fairly safe play here. I'm not taking it, but I do. I, I'm like really close to taking it. It's probably my strongest lean in the week just because I don't think Carolina can score points. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, but yeah, I'm, I'm not taking it. All right. Next up here, we have the Cleveland Browns barking their way down to Houston to take on the Texans. It's Joe Flacco time. Is it C.J. Stroud time too? C.J. Stroud might not be playing, but if he is, this game could be fun watch. But Case Keenum did not look good last week. Uh, but they got the dub. They did get the W, so... Who knows? But yeah, I mean, Flacco keeps playing the way he is, and they get into the playoffs. I mean, watch out, man! Watch out! Flacco plays his best ball in the playoffs, and he's playing tremendous right now. So, um, yeah, it's fu- it's so funny that he's playing for the Browns after being on the Ravens for so long. Yeah, but it's like, did Browns fans ever really hate him? Because, like, the Browns are so bad. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't Joe Flacco's fault that he has like a career record of like twenty-two and three against him. Man, is Joe Flacco the least hateable person in the NFL? Quite possibly. I think I think he is. I mean, I, yeah. who hates Joe Flacco, and why on earth would you hate Joe Flacco? Oh no, I remember freshman year of college, a guy talking. I never heard him, and he was just shitting on Joe Flacco so hard. And he was like, Joe Flacco will never win a Super Bowl. I guarantee it. And then the very next year, he won a Super Bowl. I wish I would have known who that was so I could have laughed in his face. But 
I'd already transferred away after that and didn't know the guy anyway. But yeah, I just overheard him talking when I was eating lunch and I wanted to be like, you hey, sir are wrong. What Joe Flacco's doing right now, they have like no, they're missing three or four starters on their offensive line. And he's just like, keep it on, keeps on keeping on. Like he just, it's like nothing's happening. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Good for him. Love to see it. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not touching this game because of the uncertainty of, of Stroud. So I'm not. Yeah. I'm if not Stroud's in, it changes everything here. But until you know that, I don't see how you can bet it. Um, next up here, we have the Detroit Lions going to Minnesota to play the Fraud Bowl. What do you think about this one? Yeah, so in this one, it's hard to put the Vikings in the Fraud Bowl, but I mean, they're still kind of in the seven, like, seven. Yeah, I mean, they're right, right in the thick of things, and then. Lions had a couple, a bad stretch of a couple games, but looked phenomenal last week. So I mean, if the Lions lose, they're officially frauds. And if the Vikings lose, it just confirms what everybody already knows that they're frauds. Yeah. So this, but I have taken over forty-seven in this game. Okay, I'm taking Detroit minus three. The way I see it, this this Lions D line is really struggling without Aleem McNeil. They're not generating the same type of pass rush, and they're really struggling to stop the run. The Vikings don't have enough of a run game for that to really worry me. It's just the pass rush aspect at that point. And when you're telling me you're starting Nick Mullins at quarterback or whoever it might be this week in their revolving door, I'm all of a sudden the pass rush is something I'm not terribly worried about. My biggest concern in this game is Brian Flores. I think that he is going to give Goff a hard time, but... I do think Goff tends to struggle most against conservative defenses who really who t- who like to uh, drop more guys. And Brian Flores will drop eight at times, but he'll also drop four at times. Like it, it's like forty percent four man drops, forty percent eight man drops, and ten percent in between, which is just like madman. And I love it. But I think that Goff is going to be able to do something when he does bring the heat. Um, so I, I'm taking Lions minus three here. I, I think there's the far more talented roster. Oh. Oh, I think you're on mute. Oh, so uh, yeah, I like that a lot. I agree. Okay. Next up here, we got the Cobbies going to New York, take on the Jets in the sicko game of the week. Let's see what we got here. Jets are three-point favorites. Total is 37 and a half. What do you think about this one, Jay? I'm not watching this game. Uh, like, oh, it's just gross. Uh, and I have John Dotson in like three fantasy leagues that he's just been chilling on my bench as like an emergency like backup as like my third guy off the bench and now I'm forced to start him in like three leagues. Hey, you and got so, Jacoby Brissett out there now though. Terry McLaurin went off when Jacoby Brissett went in the game. Yeah, well Terry McLaurin's good. <laughs> Jahan, like I don't know why Sam Hell liked Jahan Dotson so much but he was getting like seven targets a game to Terry McLaurin's like two or three. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's all making sense now. If I had why, McLaurin, why I'm happy and you're sad about it. If I had McLaurin, I would have I would have been more willing to start uh to play him, but no. 
Um, yeah, I mean, who's even playing this game for the Jets? Are we gonna get like uh, Trevor Simeon? Is he starting now? I don't know. Is Zach Wilson hurt officially? I don't know. I don't he went know. out. He went out with a head injury, and they said he was dehydrated. And then comes back in and gets destroyed. And he goes out with a head injury, and they said he has a concussion. And I was then everybody was like, pretty sure he already had the concussion. So they're kind of like my, maybe in hot water about that. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's just a shit show all around. It sounds like a very Jets kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not touching this game. Uh, yeah, uh, I yeah. feel sorry. Like. I want nothing to do with it. I mean, I, yeah. a part of me says the Jets favored against anyone right now. I might put a little money line on, but um, outside of that, like you know, I, that's just looking for juice. That's all. I I, I would like to propose. Uh, you you know how we're when we're like in May, June, July, and you're like, man. I would give anything to watch football right now. I'd like, I'd even watch like Commanders Jets. They should just both get a bye this week and then play like June first. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds <laughs> awesome. And it has to be current roster. So if, if they leave and go to another team, like they still have to play this game. Aaron Rodgers isn't allowed to play. Like current so rosters. He got, he got activated today. Yeah, I but don't I think understand. He, at all why but they activated him yeah i don't know insane. Uh, but like, yeah i think he i think he already said he's not playing this year now no he's not like it makes no sense why you'd activate him yeah maybe it was a money thing oh maybe maybe they're doing right by him like they're like if we activate you you get like maybe there's like work some verbiage in his contract where if you're on the active roster you get a like a extra bonus or something. Yeah, it's great that he gets it and the fullback gets cut and loses his paycheck. Awesome. Gotta gotta keep him happy. <laughs> All right. Next up, Seahawks, the red hot Seahawks going to Tennessee to take on Mike Vrabel and the Titans. It might be Ryan Tannehill time if Mayo Boy can't go. What do you think about this one? Did you see that injury by Will Levis? No. no I didn't send it to you. Dude, it was. So somebody was like on his, on the back of his leg and then somebody right behind him and he got like folded over and like he was just for like three seconds they were, he was in that position and all you just see is like, you can see his face on the camera just agonizing in pain. And I was like, oh my God, like I thought it was going to be like a huge fracture or something, but apparently no tears no breaks it was just extremely painful but it looked horrendous when it happened one will levis is a gamer two you need to learn about the healing powers of mayonnaise and eating bananas with the peels on them yeah unpeeled bananas and mayonnaise he'll be good to go yes sir but yeah uh I think I am betting this game, if I remember correctly. No, I'm not betting this game. It's a uh, Seattle's two and a half point favorites. Total is at 41 and a half. No, I am taking, I'm taking Seattle minus two and a half. That's what I have written down. I was looking for Titans. 
I don't know why I thought I bet on the Titans. No, I got Seahawks in this game. So, I'm actually leaning towards the Titans here. I'm not betting anything. It's just, just Vrabel. Vrabel at home. That, that, that's the logic. Yeah, Vrabel at home. Uh, Derrick Henry officially looks old. Um, Mata should have traded him when he wanted to be traded. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. You, DeAndre Hopkins is still so good. And it, it's like, why did he not go to the Chiefs? Yeah. Or... I mean, there's other teams too, but like, I just don't understand the pitch. Like, you're on the Texans for so many years, dog shit quarterback after dog shit quarterback. They get Deshaun Watson, then they trade you, and then you have a pretty good run, and then you never know if Kyler's hurt or if Kyler's healthy or if Kyler's playing Call of Duty. Um, well, you and then you that. choose, choose to go to the Tennessee Titans with a third round rookie and a guy like Tannehill. Like, it made no sense, but it never did. It never. It, did. it was just money. The guy just. I mean, I don't. Maybe the guy thinks that he has ten years left, or I don't know. But um, from everything I heard, it was money. It was, it, no one else was offering the type of money that Tennessee was. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, but I, I like Seahawks in this game. Geno's coming back. Uh, that whole squad's looking pretty good here lately. So, yeah, give me give me Seahawks. They're, they're, they're on fire. I respect it. Next up here, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars going to Tampa Bay, trekking all the way across the state. Is Trevor Lawrence okay? Uh, No. He's not very good. And he might become good. But right now, he's not very good. Well, so he got the concussion this past week. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I thought you meant just in general. No. I don't don't know if he's playing. Yeah, I mean, between the ankle and the concussion, like, I I have a hard time believing he's going to be very good the rest of the year. Yeah. I mean, Baker and Mike Evans have been red hot lately and yeah. if Jag- if the Jaguars lose this game they're not winning that division no and if no. they don't if they don't win that division they might not make the playoffs so this is this is about as much win as you can get for Tampa kind of both teams win too. yeah I was about to say kind of both teams I mean so it's a Tampa's one and a half point favorite 43 and a half spread I think that line is heavily featuring questions about Trevor, whether he's playing, because I think it's yeah. a huge difference here. So you can get value on Tampa right now if you think he's not playing, or if you think, like, I think Tampa might beat them if he is playing. So yeah. um, I'm just leaning towards Tampa at the moment. I might be talking myself into taking Tampa right now, um, just as we're, we're discussing it here, because I I don't, I don't know if Jacksonville's got it in them this year. I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I might I, end up adding it to my card. I'm probably gonna wait a little longer and see on it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking that one, but yeah, it might be a late add for me as well. All right, next up here, we got the Cardinals coming to Chicago, playing the Bears, who are doing it for Dick. Not doing a great job of it though. What do you think of this one? Uh, as a Bears fan, if I know you're not really big into it, but 
And we're not like, after losing last week, just go ahead and put the final nail in the coffin because the last thing you want at this point, I think everybody knows your, your head coach is gone. Justin Phillips is gone. But they lose this week. It completely takes out any possible chance of a miracle run. Like, so many people have to lose, and then they have to win out. And for them to have a chance, like, this would be a nail in a coffin game in the Bears season. It would also officially completely knock Arizona out of any chance of uh, stealing the one from Carolina. So, I mean, would it be the worst thing in the world to lose this game? I don't think so. No. I think the Bears win. I'm cool with them losing it. Bears are four and a half point favorites here. Totals 44 and a half. I mean, I I think the Bears are going to win this game, but I don't necessarily, I I don't really care if they do or not, which is bad to say as a fan. But like, I mean, I'm I'm at the point where I think the nail is in the coffin already. I mean, yeah, so you, you say that, but I don't know. You never know. See, I think last week was the important one. Like last week was the you need to win this game, and yeah. they found a way to lose it despite everything happening to win it. Um, I mean, the offense scored three points. Is there is there any way that Getsy can convince Eberflus to just become DC and go hire somebody else as the head coach? I don't think there's any way Getsy can save his job. Like the only way Flus can feasibly save his job. Is by you don't think Getsy keeps Getsy and saying this guy sucks. That's the only option. Flues. I thought. Had. I thought it was pretty, pretty clear that they were just gonna. They were keeping Getsy. Are they both gone? You think? Oh yeah, Getsy. No, the offense scored three points against the Browns. No, not get. Who's y'all's uh, GM? Oh, Poles. Poles is Poles. he's safe. He's yeah, safe. Okay. Is there any chance that you think Poles can convince Eberflus? to step down, become DC, and just go hire a head coach. I think it's a bad idea. I don't think so. <laughs> Honestly. I mean that defense is I so think good though. They are, but they're talented. The defense has plenty of talent. I don't think there's yeah. a question about that. And they're playing really good ball, but I think there's a lot I, of D coordinators who could get them to be uh, playing uh, really good ball right now. Hey. Pretty good defensive coordinator just got fired up in LA. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want Staley at all. Um, <laughs> His defense is so bad in LA. Yeah, no, I'm not interested in that. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Bears are going to win this. I think there's going to be a lot of points. I, or Arizona's defense stinks. Um, I think that Justin Fields is going to have a pretty good day because he will be the best athlete on the field at all times, and that's usually a pretty good recipe for him. Um, you need to go hire uh, Al Harris as your next DC. I don't know anything about his scheme or what he's doing, but he's the he's the defensive back coach for the Cowboys. Maybe, honestly, I I'm a big fan of fired head coaches or like former head coaches. Dan Quinn as DC. Um, oh, I'm not, that, DC. I'm not interested in Quinn. Uh, I just don't like his defense that much. Uh, but like, if the Saints. Can Dennis Allen sign me the hell up? I'd oh, for DC. Dennis Allen. Oh, who man, who are you wanting for your head coach? 
probably Ben Johnson. That's where I'm leaning. It's either Ben Johnson or uh, Ben Johnson with Dennis Allen would be great. Yeah. I don't know if they, I don't know if the connection's even there. But I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean any connection is probably through agents anyways. Um it's a lot of times it's not as visible as it is just through an agency. Yeah. Is what I've learned this year. Um but Really, Dennis Allen would be near the top of my list for DCs. Um, there's a few other names. Phil Snow would have to get consideration. He uh, he's a, a he was hired halfway through the Bears season this year to be an analyst. He was the Carolina's DC before that. Um, Phil Snow is a name to watch for their DC as well, just because he's already in house. But yeah, we'll see where it goes. Ben Johnson or um, the offensive coordinator for Houston. That's the other name I'm really interested in. Yeah, he's been great. Uh, and he is—is is he a Shanahan guy? Yeah, he—he's uh, the last Shanahan guy from the Washington staff to not be Mike Shanahan. Yeah, okay. and also his dad was the Bears D coordinator in the '90s. His brother is a linebackers coach with the Dolphins. Um, the D coordinator there, or no, one of the linebackers coaches there in Houston is. Um, What's his name? Uh, the Tampa 2 DC. Not Lovey. The, uh, Monty Kiffin. Is Monty Kiffin's son? Um, yeah. th- there's a lot of names that... Like, Houston's offensive coordinator has a lot of connections around the league. That's one of the things that really intrigues me about him. Between yeah. his dad, his brother. He, he was raised in the NFL. Like, so he knows people. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting for sure. But, I'm, yeah, I'm not betting this game, but... Yeah. It, oh yeah. Betting this game. I'm taking the over 44 and a half. That's where I was getting. I think Arizona's defense is not good. Justin Fields is going to put up points. I think Kyler's going to do enough to match. Give me the over 44 and a half. Love it. Next up here, we have your Dallas Cowboys going to South Beach, taking their talents to South Beach. Taking talents to South Beach. Take on the Miami Dolphins for all the marbles. What do you got here? Yeah, so Cowboys didn't look fantastic against the Bills, but I kind of already went over that with you off the off the pod. I mean, it was just one of those things where everything that went wrong could go wrong, or everything that could go wrong went wrong. Um, had every opportunity to stay in it early, and then once the wheels fell off, it, the route was on. So not not too terribly worried about that game. I mean, they played well to start the game. And like I said, just everything that could could happen happened. Um, shit happens in the NFL. I'm not too worried about it. But this game scares the shit out of me. Going to Miami late in the season, all that speed down there. Uh, Mike McDaniel with all of his crazy schemes. But <laughs> I do like the over 50 in this game. I think Dak gets back on track. I think Dak has a big game here. CeeDee Lamb. Jake Ferguson's just quietly become one of the better tight ends in the league. He's so fun to watch, man. He's just big, strong, fast, athletic. Love, love watching Jake Ferguson play. Uh, I don't think Tyreek Hill is going to be back for this game, but if he is, I like this number even better. But, yeah, give me over 50 here. Uh, I think the Dolphins can score. Mike McDaniel, if he watched that Bills game, I think he's going to run the ball with Mostert. Uh, A-Chan, I think, is back. I don't know. I can never keep up with him. But Mostert's having an incredible season. 18 touchdowns on the year. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets 20 in this game. So, 
Yeah, give me over 50 in this game. I like that. I can see that happening. I'm leaning towards Dallas. This is a one and a half point spread with uh, Miami favored. So I'm leaning towards Dallas. I might sprinkle that money line. Dallas coming yeah. off an embarrassing loss. Miami coming off a dominant win. I think there's just a recipe there for Dallas to upset, pull the upset there. I think so Dallas. I think Dallas value. is a better team, but Miami's a it's a tough place to play. And yeah, uh, yeah. But if Dallas wins this game, they're winning the division. So yeah. So that's that's why I'm staying away because it's a tough read at that stadium. It's a tough stadium playing, but. Leaning towards the Dallas money line. I might sprinkle it some. Yeah. Love it. Next up, we have the New England Patriots going to Denver in the most disgusting game of the week. What do you think about this one? I don't know. We're, we're kind of up against time, so all I can say here is not watching it. Uh, hopefully the Patriots win. Put Bears fans at ease. Go ahead and secure that number one pick. Uh, you can just put it to bed. Start start doing all your mocks and everything you can pick whoever you want patriots win this game it's over so i'm just cheering for the patriots for your sake i'm taking broncos minus six and a half i just think the patriots suck <laughs> i mean yeah no they do suck if i was if i was betting it i would probably take the broncos but i'm not betting it so i'm cheering for the patriots yeah i think significant talent disadvantage for the Patriots traveling across the country to mile high. Like, I just think there's a lot to go wrong here for them. And and I'm starting Zeke in fantasy playoffs. What was that? I have to start Zeke in fantasy playoffs. So yeah. Uh, Cheering for the Patriots there too. Even some might be back too. It don't matter. Zeke's been the better, better ball player all year. I don't know. Bill Belichick's weird with running backs, man. He's very weird. So give me Broncos minus six and a half, and we will move on to the Raiders in Kansas City against the Chiefs in what might actually be a good game. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, that, that Raiders defense is kind of looking alive right now. Um, Crosby is having an incredible year right now. Colton Miller on the offensive line has been playing better as well. Um, yeah, the whole team just starting to make some noise. Yeah, Tyree Wilson's starting to kind of. Getting to his groove as well. And then on the other side of the ball, I mean, Chris Jones is still Chris Jones. Absolutely freak of nature. And it seems like every week, Darius Tony finds an, a new way to fuck, fuck the Chiefs. I mean, he's got to be he's got to be like an industry plan or something. Like, I just don't understand at this point. Like, it is wild. But, I mean, you got to... You got to think you got to take the Chiefs here, but I mean, huge, huge spread. Vegas is playing well. <laughs> 10 points. Maybe tease this. Like, I could put this at a tease with like six point tease, Chiefs minus four, Cowboys plus seven and a half, uh, and then find a couple other games you like. And it, it may be a good spot for that. But yeah, I'm not low total too, but. Both defenses are playing good, but both have the ability to score points. So, total's weird. I'm not touching that. The spread's weird. Not touching that, but could be a tease it game. I'm taking the under 41 and a half. I think Kansas City's defense has been awesome all year. This Raiders defense has been surprising. Um, and this is, a, this is a Raiders team that lost a game 3-0 to zero to Minnesota two weeks ago. Um, I think that 63-point outburst against a team who quit on their head coach is driving this number up a little. And I, I think we're going well, to see they had three like defensive touchdowns 10, out of that. 27 to 13, maybe. 41 and a half is the total. I'm taking the under. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that number is inflated too with three defensive touchdowns, but yeah. I, I don't I don't hate the under there, but just you know Patrick Mahomes is good enough to put up points and the the Raiders have big play guys as well, so it always scares me to take a, a low total when you have the best quarterback in the league and Devonta Adams on the other side of the ball and a rookie quarterback that might throw one or two pick sixes on top I, of that. I think it's a little early to call Aiden O'Connell the best quarterback in the league. Well, Devonta Adams doesn't play for the Chiefs. <laughs> they wish he did. Um, <laughs> that they do. They'll take anybody at this point. <laughs> they should have traded for Darnell Mooney, man. They should have done it. Uh, but anyway, I, I mean, they'd be better off with just playing 10 guys on the field instead of putting Darius Tony out there. Like, not even cutting Darius Tony, just say we'll play with 10 guys. Yeah. Yeah, they would. <laughs> All right. Next up here, we have the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles in the Battle of New line. Jersey. What do you got here? Giants funny line. Ooh, spicy. Plus 525. Eagles are frauds. They could not get anything done late in the game versus the Seahawks. Look like absolute dog shit against the Cowboys. Um, the best game they played all year was the Bills game. And they still almost lost that game. But they're not playing good football right now. That defense can't stop anybody. I think Saquon's going to be ready to go for this game. If, if the Giants can establish the run and... Tommy Cutlets can get going. I love the Giants in this spot. 12-point uh, 12 spread. I'm just taking them on the money line. I This is a huge, huge spot for the Giants. I, I, I love them. I love them here. I respect it. I mean, I, I could see a way that that happens. I mean, I really think things are starting to break at the seams for Philly right now. Um, I Jalen Hurts doesn't look good. They're going to get back to basics with some of their X's and O's, some of their play calling. That's really just been a mess. Hopefully they start giving DeAndre Swift the ball. Yeah, I think that – I think that, so last year, Shane Steichen, and Shane Steichen has done it with the Colts this year too. They, they have 10, 15 plays that they just spam the shit out of. And it's like – they're going to keep running it until you show you can stop it. And then they'll make they'll make a little tweak in it and make you stop that. And then it's like they'll keep adding and adding just little elements. But it's really just 10 to 15 concepts that they do really well out of all the different different alignments, different personnel packages that they can. And yeah. that's what they did with the Eagles last year. This year, Brian Johnson's not doing that. He's, he's, he's trying to scheme stuff up and be the, you know, the the – it's a lot of fun to draw up plays, right? It's yeah. a lot of fun to draw up concepts, but it's hard to teach guys in practice new concepts, new things. And I think you're going to see the Eagles get back to a lot of basics this week. So I'm leaning towards Philly. This number's too big for me, but I respect and like the Giants' money line play. That's good. Yeah, I like it. It'll, it'll put me to uh, even on the season. So Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last up here, we have the Baltimore Ravens going to the Bay, take on the 49ers. We got birds versus gold diggers here. What do you think? I think that out of all the spots to put this game, Monday Night Football on a day where we have three games on Christmas, 
It seems like it might be a little football fatigue, and it's going to be... I'm going to have to convince my wife to watch yet another football game. Like, this should be the 1 o'clock game. Like, yeah. early afternoon, Like you get the presents done out of the way, you get all the family stuff out of the way in the morning. If you got kids, put the kid down for a nap, and you watch football, but instead that's Raiders-Chiefs. I'm so excited for this game. We'll see what happens here. Uh, big spread, five and a half. I mean, I want to take the Ravens here, but the 49ers also look so damn good right now. But, yeah, I think this could be a good football game. I think if, if Lamar balls out in this game with the way Dak played last week, I think he can maybe still the MVP. Um, and then I guess Brock Purdy still can technically win the MVP, but it almost seems like if somebody on the 49ers gets MVP, it should be Christian McCaffrey. Because I think Christian McCaffrey is way more valuable to that team than Brock Purdy. Yeah. But um, no, it should be a hell of a game. I can't wait for it. I'm I'm not betting it. I'm just going to enjoy it and, and watch it. So John Harbaugh is legendary as a road dog. Pulling up yeah. the numbers right now, but like five and a half is a huge number for them. Um, let me see here. So, as a road dog in his career, John Harbaugh is forty-four and twenty-five against the spread. Like that's sixty-three percent of the time he's covering as a road. Yeah. dog. I love Baltimore plus five and a half. Sixty-three percent of the time he covers every time. Exactly. I couldn't have put it better myself. Um, <laughs> But low-key, I kind of like the over, just because he also goes over in a lot of those games. Yeah. But I'm taking Baltimore plus five and a half. I, I think this team is too good to be a five and a half dog to I'll run it to with you. anybody. Like, you're telling me the 49ers are going to walk into Baltimore as a, as a favorite? Like, I I don't buy it. Yeah, well, the game's in San Francisco. Right, but if you take away home field, oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. you're yeah. telling me that, that it's, or I guess even, because it'd be two and a half points at, at a neutral field. It would be yeah. basically a pick em in Baltimore. I don't buy yeah. it. I just don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, I guess. I'll take Baltimore plus five and a half. Give me, give me that. I'll jump on that with you. Let's get it. We need Lamar Jackson to have a big day for our fantasy purposes. Both of us, yeah. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be seeing each other next week in the championship. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. All right. Well, that'll be it for this week. Can't wait. Uh, next week we get to talk college football playoff. Mm-hmm. Excited for that. And we'll have basically – we may know every playoff team next week, and it may get even murkier depending on what happens this week. So we'll see. But thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next week. And don't sleep on them Texans. And, and you and don't want to see Joe Flacco in the playoffs. Please, please, please give us a rating. Give us a review. Let us know what you want to hear. What you If you like the show, please rate us. It's the best way for our algorithm, for the algorithm and the podcast to get more exposure. And it would help us and mean a lot to us. It would be a great Christmas gift to give us some ratings. Absolutely. And Merry Christmas to all. And to all, a good night. Boom. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it.